up? It's your girl, Yono. And Angie. And this is Rebel Women Podcast. So I hope everyone's enjoying the Super Bowl. Yes, like we are. We have it on mute right now as we're recording our episode numero seven, right? Yeah, lucky <laughs> number seven. Yeah, we're, we're getting up there. We're trying our best. Um, we are brainstorming better ways to um, increase our followers and do better. So we are still looking forward to your suggestions, your comments about how we can better ourselves. Um, look out for our upcoming logos and um, just post. We're going to be a little bit more active in that area uh, so that we don't kind of like lose our little momentum that we have going on or build from the momentum so yeah look forward to that but we we really 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 would um enjoy reading your suggestions on how we can better the podcast and what are some of the subjects and topics that you'd like us to cover yeah guys so please go follow us on instagram facebook we have a facebook fan page we have a twitter we were gonna we're gonna start tweeting um you know to keep you guys engaged and yeah so first of all before we start on our topic for the evening i just want to quickly mention how unimpressed i am with this justin timberlake um performance oh my god first of all (laughs) there's so many things justin yeah and you you wanted to be the director of the halftime so let me tell you in my world (laughs) i have i have various scenarios my first scenario is that in sync would have came up Yo, bye, bye, bye. Like, freaking tearing up my heart. Like, yo, would have been lit. Second scenario, sync versus Backstreet Boys. <laughs> Bruh! It would have been lit! This is what she was hoping for throughout the yo. entire time. She was like, where's sync? Where's sync?" And I'm like, what? Yo, if sync would have came out, done that shit, like, uh, 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 <laughs> and then freaking Backstreet Boys would have came wait, out. Song? Yeah, Tearing Up My Heart is an sync song. Is it? Yeah. No, no, no. Tearing Up My Heart is sync. Don't get the... Uh, uh. Yeah, it's it's them. With their little sure? white beaters and their little baggy <laughs> jeans and just his little blonde hair. No, don't... Mm. And then Backstreet Boys, what it came out with, it. I want it that way. <laughs> Yo, like a mashup? Yo! It would have made her, like, like, times better. But I would have called out of work tomorrow. And I just started working there. And I would be like, yo, like, it's over. Last scenario, freaking Justin would have came up, did his thing, and all of a sudden, oh, baby, baby. Oh! Oh! Damn, Angie wants a lot. She wants oh! Backstreet Boys, Britney Spears. And Britney... But it came out with a damn snake. It would have been over. <laughs> Yo. But this damn white boy came out with a goddamn troll song. He deadass had everyone dressed like a damn rainbow singing to the troll song. Oh, it was a good song. Let me, yeah, I, like, I do like the song. I got hyped when I saw the troll, troll movie, but... Justin, come on, bro. She wanted her instinct and Britney Spears. Oh, and Backstreet's back. Oh, anywho, anywho, anywho. So, Serious topic now. <laughs> 
we're coming back to earth and recentering ourselves. <sighs> Take a sip of my Sprite. <laughs> Feel free to sponsor us. Thank you. All right. Yes. Anywho, so tonight we are going to be talking about drum roll, please. <laughs> Substance abuse. Yes. Yes, honey. Yes, for the cause. Substance abuse. Um, so, yeah, we were going to be discussing uh, the Me Too movement, but we have rescheduled it for some time next week so that it gives our guests some time to gather their thoughts. Uh, so, yeah, so tonight we're going to be speaking on the topic of, like, substance abuse. Uh, it's going to be a little bit more personal in terms of, like, my history with it and how I have decided to no longer partake in those activities and why. All right. So first I'm going to start with marijuana because I feel like every substance is um, different, affects us differently, and some are mainstream, some aren't. Um, So I feel like marijuana is one that affects or people closest to me consume the most Mm -hmm. aside from alcohol um so i feel like that's what i will focus my comments on because that's what i know um i am training to be a a certified substance abuse counselor so i am eligible on a lot of these topics i'm graduating in may graduation in may um but yeah marijuana Yeah, my focus will be split between experiencing a life growing up with an alcoholic father and picking up the habit of becoming like a smoker, you know, in my at age 29, bleeding into age 30 and why I picked it up and why I've decided that I no longer will be doing it. All right. So marijuana. So um, when it comes to marijuana, listen, you want to partake in it, by all means, do what you want. All right, guys. So, uh, substances. Um, I honestly feel whether it's made from trees or in a lab, like, it affects you um, in some way, sometimes positively, sometimes negatively. So, I feel like you need to be conscious of that and also conscious of why you're using it and how often you're using it and are you abusing it yes because i feel um not that i feel but i mean like anything at all that influences you and makes you feel like you can't live without it you can't function without it you can't socialize without it there's an issue Nothing should have that type of power over you. Not a thing, not even a person. So I think those are things to keep in mind when you're consuming any substances at all. Um, So I'll give you guys like a personal kind of like inside of of my growing up. So basically my dad um, is an alcoholic. Um, he's currently recover a recovering alcoholic. And since a very young age, I was very exposed to the, the effects and the downfall that, that alcohol played not only within my father, but within my, my family and my life. And I witnessed how, you know, this, this abuse of the substance just took over, 
um, the person that raised me, this this person that I glorified. And, and to this day, you know, I still put my father on a pedestal because I do love him. And, and when he is sober, he's a, an, an amazing person. And, um, you know, he's a, he's my dad. Uh, but growing up, I did witness a lot of things that were very detrimental to my family and affected me in many ways. And, you know, to this day, it's something that I'm still recovering. Uh, but like Will, Will Smith says, um, you are responsible for your own happiness and your own well-being. And although I grew up seeing my father abusing alcohol for whatever the reason may have been a lot of it had to do with his childhood I am still responsible for the way that I interact with alcohol and the way that I build my own happiness even though I did face that as a child and as an adult um but yeah like I was saying I, I was very exposed to it um it in 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 the in the Latino culture especially Dominicans is a, is a social thing to drink on the weekends and you know, it was fine for some time until drinking on the weekends turned into drinking on a Monday after work, um, turning into you're not going to work, turning into you're getting arrested, turning into this is what you use to cope with the reality of your life um, and not finding alternatives to dealing with whatever internal issues you're having and just like covering it with the alcohol and um I've seen my dad in hospitals I've seen my dad physically assaulted and hurt because of him being under the influence and not really knowing how to deal with his demons without the use of alcohol and I thank God you know that now at his older age he has a better approach um to coping with his issues and he is sober and um he does have relapses and when he does I believe that he has managed to create better habits to kind of like regain his composure and go back to the drawing board in terms of um staying healthy and staying sober um for his his himself and his family uh so yeah I'm very much aware of those effects and even when I was in college, I started noticing a pattern within myself in terms of like how I was using alcohol. And um, I think by my sophomore year, I kind of scared myself straight one time when I like overly drank. And they got to the point where I was just like, oh my God, this is great. I like this. I need more. I need more. And I didn't have a feeling. Like, I wasn't drinking to be We've social. We've all been there, Girl, especially in like, college, shoot, man. I was drinking to be blasted, to be drunk. Anyone in New Pulse remember that jungle juice? Golly, child. Like, I was drinking to a point where it was just like, I wanted to be out of my mind, bad shit, just drunk. So... That 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 particular year, I I got scared straight because I I felt like I was falling into the rabbit hole, um, in terms of like abusing alcohol and not knowing a limit and being this nineteen year old girl in college just like fuck it abusing this drug because alcohol is a drug abusing it and not really finding out the reason why I was doing it you know um so that is that's my personal kind of story with alcohol and and I will consume 
but it's it's something that I don't use to deal with any of my personal issues. Um, I'm very like moderated. I know when to to stop. When is my limit? Um, I've even just I've gone months without consuming it. And this I did it kind of like cold turkey because. I just learned what wasn't working for me. I learned that this is not the person that I wanted to be. And um, I started just feeling uncomfortable with the idea that I was going to become dependent on something that I saw my father dependent on. And that wasn't the person that I wanted to be. Um, so that I completely controlled and, and I have under wraps. And I'm actually um, going to start another detox where I'm not going to drink for a couple of months um, just to heal my body and just see where my mental health is at. So, yeah. So, um, like marijuana, for example, lots of people like to say, oh, it's a plant. It's safe for you. Um, just because it's a plant doesn't mean that it's safe for you. There are lots of plants that can actually kill you if consumed. Just Google plants that can kill you and you'll find many plants (laughs) that can kill you. So for you to say, oh, it's a plant, it's natural, organic, it's not going to kill me, doesn't mean that it's a plant can't kill you. Exactly. You also don't know where you're getting it. Like, you don't know what what chemicals people are putting into that stuff. Um, it, It is a plant, but... What happens for those who are collecting it off the planet and yeah, like, trying to sell it? Yeah, know? like exactly. What happens from the moment that they extract it from the ground and it somehow ends up in your little bag in your neighborhood? Like, what happens? A lot of things can happen. There's also, like, synthetic marijuana that exists. And as in an individual that works in a facility where I see a lot of individuals in mental illness i try to self-medicate with things like k2 Mm. it's like very sad because i'm telling you like every other day there's one of our residents just passing out ODing because it's easy to get their hands on and they don't know any better they just want a quick high they want to they want something that'll just remove them from whatever they're currently experiencing and they do it inappropriately And they end up, you know, in situations, you know, a couple of them have even ended up dead. Um, So my thing is, you know, research, know where you're getting your stuff from so you don't find yourself in a situation. Always drink responsibly. Don't drink to binge and, you know, pass out. Because that's not a good feeling. That's not. Lord have mercy. Imagine waking up from your drunken alcoholic binge you don't feel good you feel like trash no and the thing is that also it it takes away from like some of the positives like you know a lot of individuals with cancer and certain illnesses use you know cannabis as a way to medicate appropriately and safely to deal with the um with the illness as well as with the symptoms coming from the illness or the medication that they may take. Like, for example, cancer patients, you know, may suffer some nausea and cannabis actually helps them. Some illnesses causes people not to want to eat. So, you know, they take consume cannabis, you know, in different ways in order to increase appetite. People who have issues sleeping also, you know, 
I feel like it's a healthy way to deal with that. But healthy in when it's done appropriately, a.k.a. it's a certified individual who's administrating you this kind of medication and is also following up to make sure you know you're not intoxicating yourself. Yeah. So my my story with cannabis, with weed, with marijuana, um, I mean, I've tried it before um, when I was a teen, and it wasn't really my thing. It didn't make me feel good. I didn't. I wasn't feeling like my friends. So I was like, eh, this ain't for me. Uh, but I recently picked it back up um, at, like, late 29, um, just because it was actually making me feel good. It was making me kind of, like zoned out um but I also started realizing why I was doing it and it wasn't the best situation I was doing it to kind of just like cover up any thoughts that I was having and to kind of like escape um anything that I felt that I didn't want to feel at the moment and I realized that that wasn't the best route to take. And like like with alcohol, I've decided to no longer consume it and find alternatives to whatever emotional distress I'm facing. Um, but when I, when I initially did it, it was based off the fact that at that point it was making me feel good. But then I noticed that I was creating a pattern that wasn't really like me um, where I was doing it more often now when weekends came it was just like yes i want to do it in the morning and in the afternoon and i want to do it at night and it wasn't myself i was kind of like losing myself and i realized that i don't want to lose myself i'm a pretty amazing person who is you know trying to figure myself out each and every day and create myself and I don't want that to be part of my story even though it is something that's mainstream now and people are more understanding of it and and you know it's helped it's it's helping a lot of people who are ill um I I don't feel like partaking in that activity anymore and it's all for the better of myself is all for for understanding myself and creating better habits to deal with life and to deal with growing pains and and to be a 30 year old so that's my story with with my substances um that i no longer will be abusing because i will not be partaking in those activities so um let's get one thing straight no one should ever make anyone else feel like they are less than because they um don't use a substance never let anyone you know peer pressure you to want to try things that you don't want to try um yeah like my grandfather is like a very bad alcoholic and he's been like that for such a long time and it's sad to hear you know family you know say like you know what let him drink because at this point if we have him stop drinking he's just gonna die because that's how long he's been drinking i mean that's all he knows and you know he might just die you know alcohol is one of those substances that unfortunately you just can't go cold turkey 
because of the terrible effects that it has to your body and your liver, you actually have to like have a uh, physician basically monitor you as you're detoxing because you know it's a it's a hell of a drug whether we like to believe it or not. Um, as far as substances, I remember in college dating a guy and he literally wanted to quit every other week because he wanted to exercise and he couldn't because he couldn't breathe because the 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 smoking was like clouding up his lungs and every time he tried to quit lord jesus he became a grumpy monkey like anything it was a freaking argument with him Everything bothered him, and it was him basically coming off of the substances. And it's just like, I would tell him, like, you see, like, you say that it, you it doesn't affect you, but look how you're acting right now. You're coming off of this, and you, you're a different, a different human being. Like, you're arguing about everything. You're always moody, grumpy, don't want to do anything, all because you're coming off of something. But you say it's good for you. So, yeah, it's not cool. I mean, I, I drink alcohol, don't get me wrong. I have my wine, but I have it, you know, in moderation. I actually just had a couple glasses of wine. I'm fine. <laughs> um, I probably won't drink for the next couple of weeks. But, yeah, that's just my idea. I'm asthmatic, so I don't really smoke. I'll choke and die or something. <laughs> but you have, though. Yeah, I mean, everyone has, you know, at some point in their life. That's true. Now, let me not say everyone. I'll take that back. It's not everyone. But, I mean, we went to, like, the number one party school in, this, in the country, you know, while we were there. I don't know about now. So, I mean, it was a party every day. That is true. I know after we graduated, the the thing to do was Molly. Now that shit was something <laughs> I was not, not even attracted to. Remember once this, oh my God, I'll never forget. Went up to, to New Pulse or something. And this one chick just randomly like grabbed me on my shoulders and literally told me that she was on Molly. And to look into her eyes, her eyes are crazy. And I was like, no, girl, you look crazy. <laughs> I was like, who are you? Literally shook her off. And I was like, yo, this guy's a freaking psychopath. Like, literally, like, her eyes were completely black. It was fucking scary as shit. Oh, my shit. God. The only weird stuff that I remember that happened from somebody that was using something other than alcohol was this um, girl who fell asleep in my friend's um, dorm room. <sighs> Like, literally walked into her dorm room and found her sleeping in her bed. <laughs> like, you you really gotta, you know, you really get yourself into some stuff when you're... No, I got stories for days of, like, people binging on crap. I mean, I'm not a saint. I know I got myself in situations. But luckily for me, I've always... The times that I've gotten myself in situations, it's been with people that I know. So... Although it's irresponsible on my part, I subconsciously knew, like, I would be okay because I was within a circle. Mm -hmm. Although, you know, 
let's be honest, a high percentage of, like, rape and stuff occurs with people, you know, it's date rape, people that you actually know. Thank God. That that was in your That was in my situation. But there's been situations, like, literally, I remember this one time, we were at this freaking party, Sunny's, and this poor girl was, like, crying, bawling in tears, throwing up her life, and literally, she was like, she didn't know where she was. Her friends disappeared. And she's just crying, telling me her life. And then all of a sudden, me and her, and my friends are taking care of her. We don't oh even know God, her. Is this the best? Yes, you remember? <laughs> and we're, we're like, and we're like, where are your friends? And she's like, I don't know. I don't even go to this school. Mind you, we went to school in like the middle of nowhere, upstate New York. So it's not like, okay, well, we're going to put you in a cab to take you home type nonsense. Like, no, we were going to have to adopt this poor girl, (laughs) bring her back to our dorm room and figure it out the following day. We were literally with her like for 45 minutes trying like to calm her down. And we made her happy because she was like a a mess. I think we even took pictures with her. (laughs) because she like after we got her all happy she's like i love you guys you guys are so nice and then finally her friends came and we started yelling at her friends because we're like how can you do that to your friend she's obviously drunk like she's not even drunk she's like past drunk yeah past the point of no return if we wanted to take advantage of her we could have done it yeah. And you guys just left her. Her friends are like, uh, uh, I don't know. Oh my God, I didn't do that song. Let me go dance. And we're like, yo. So, I mean, you really got to watch the situations that you get into. Because, unfortunately, you can't trust anyone. I mean, stories are coming up now with, like, people who are getting abused by family members. And, like, friends and even partners. So, imagine having someone, having a predator, because I feel like all of all people like that are predators, in your circle. And then you inhibiting your ability to make rational decisions with any substance. I'm not saying that people who have gotten themselves in a what do you call it, compromising situation because they were under the influence, you know, not saying that that it's their fault, but I'm saying imagine if you weren't in that mind frame and you would have been clear, I feel like you might have, I don't know, had a little bit of an advantage. Yeah, you wouldn't put yourself in that situation. Or if you were to be in a dangerous situation, you would know how to react to it as opposed to you being out of it and intoxicated and not really having all of your, you know, motor skills working and all over the place. Um, that's how, you know, you are taking advantage. Um, and a lot of people, when they are un- under the influence, tend to black out. And that makes the situation even worse because you don't even remember anything that happens. I mean, thank God I never blacked out and never put myself in a situation where it was risky because again like angie mentioned i was surrounded by a good group of folks that you know never let me kind of like you know go missing and stuff like that but yeah that's my take on substance abuse and and pretty much like my journey when it comes to 
um, having a family member that abuses alcohol, um, and also my own personal journey with substances and, and what I'm choosing to um, do with my life and, and not have those things as part of my life anymore because I want to cope and deal with my own personal issues um, on my own terms without involving any um, foreign substances to kind of like alter my perception. Um, and that's my own that's my own opinion. Um, I don't knock anybody who uses any of those things because, again, it's it's my own choice. Do your my own, own person. Um, and a lot of people use it as recreational and feel great about it, and that's great. Um, I choose not to use it anymore because I noticed that I wasn't using it as a recreation. I was using it as a cover-up to whatever emotional... Um, issues I, I have been dealing with and I no longer want to do that um, but before we do end this topic we do want to give some sort of information for those folks who are in need of alternatives um, when you're dealing with substance abuse um, yes guys so if you have any troubles or issues that you know, you want to talk to someone, but you don't feel comfortable, you know, talking to someone that you know close to you, I suggest you guys go to nycwells.com. It's a website where you can talk, text, or chat with someone 24-7, you know, just to talk about any problems like stress, depression, anxiety, drug, alcohol, misuse, any issues that you may have. There's someone always there. I know that app actually... I mean, the the organization also was trying to come up with, um, like, a emergency face-to-face where, like, you can just tell them, hey, I want to meet at a certain place, like a public park, and just talk to someone face-to-face. If you are one of those people that needs to have someone face-to-face, um, they can accommodate you. So, again, that's just go online, NYC Wells. Just Google it or go nycwells.com. It will redirect you to the website and share this information. They speak various languages. It's free. Um, Yeah, so they have interpreters available that speak over 200 languages and dialects. And again, it's open 24-7. Yep. And I hope you guys utilize these sources, resources, because they're out there. Um, So if you are going through something that's emotional, um, just reach out and don't self-medicate with these things um, because in the long run, they won't they won't make you any better. So that's my take on it Um, for me. You know, like I said, I don't judge. You can do what you want to do. Just do it responsibly. Um, Educate yourself. So that, you know, you know the effects of it in the long run. If you have any issues, you know, don't turn to any substances or people. If you can first, you know, reach out to someone, family, friends, or like I said, someone you don't know, like NYC um, Wells. Um, Yeah, I feel like that's a better way to deal with anything you may be going to but you know that's just me over and out
All right, guys. Hope you guys enjoy the rest of the Super Bowl. And shout out to that NFL um, commercial where they were doing, you know, the dance from Dirty Dancing. (laughs) It was very distracting as I was trying to record this. I hope you guys have an amazing week. And again, if you're dealing with something and you feel like you're abusing these substances, um, just reach out to the resources that we added to our podcast. Um, Sometime next week, we will be talking about the Me Too movement and we will be having um, a special guest speaking on her personal experience with that. So please look forward to that. And thank you for listening, y'all. All right. Good night. Peace out.